Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, what's up, everybody? Isaac here, Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you on another podcast episode. Today, I have a special guest, Jamila Thompson, EIT. She actually works for Meta as a technical program manager, but um, has a vast experience also in civil engineering, dealing with building data centers, found her world into the tech world. The reason why I brought her on is because I wanted to talk about her book, which is called Girls Can Be Engineers. And it's a fascinating book that helps young girls, women of color, feel empowered to go after positions like engineering and, um, you know, get after it. So I wanted to bring her on to talk about the book that she wrote, why she wrote it, also to get her background in the world of civil engineering and what she does today. It's a fascinating conversation. I really enjoyed talking with Jamila, and I think you will enjoy this episode as well. Please check out her book that she wrote. You can go check it out at jhlindoauthor.com. It's called Girls Can Be Engineers. You can also just search it up on Amazon. You will find it there. She is self-publishing this book, but it is a really good one. So definitely check that out. Anyway, I'm excited to share this podcast episode with you. It's a great one, and we'll see you in a minute. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is awesome. It's 100% real chocolate, 100% delicious. If you have not tried these, I don't know what's wrong with you. They recently came out with a coconut brownie chunk, which is amazing. I'm a big coconut fan, so if you're in the coconut camp, you got to try that. If not, what's wrong with you? Just kidding. They have lots of other different flavors, so go check them out. They have strawberry, they've got cherry lime, peanut butter brownie, coconut. Again, different types of coconut bars, raspberry, double chocolate, and all kinds of stuff. This stuff is way better than a candy bar for you. Definitely a snack you want as you're studying for your FE or PE. It's got 130 calories, only 2.5 grams of fat, 4 net carbs, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. This is way better than what's out there for other protein bars and definitely better than candy bars. So go check it out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash built and use our discount code of C-I-V-A-C and you'll get a 10% off on anything that you order there. So go check that out. Hey, before we continue, I wanted to jump in and let you know about our awesome FE review course. If you are still in the hunt for passing your FE exam, we have the resource for you. Come check out the ultimate civil FE review course built by me and my brother, Mark. We go through lectures. We go through tons of practice problems, video practice problems, You get downloads of everything, and we walk you step-by-step through the process to help ace the Civil FE exam. We have lots of options for you to check out, so go check it out at civilfereviewcourse.com. We love to support and help you in that journey, and we're confident that we have the course that will help you on it. So go check it out at civilfereviewcourse.com. All right, we are live. Jamila, how's it going? Thanks for joining the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. It's going well. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I have to first apologize for my voice. I have four kids and kids get sick and I get sick because of that. So we'll get through it though. We'll get through it. Well, this is exciting. I'm excited to have you on here. We connected over kind of the book that you've written for girls to become engineers. 
And I just wanted to talk about your overall journey, I guess, into civil engineering and and the book and, and a couple other questions too. So I like to start out though about maybe what led you into the field of civil engineering. How did you end up there? Yeah, well, actually pretty funny earlier today, I was looking at my homework from a junior year in high school. And I wrote as one of my answers that I wanted to be an engineer. Hmm. So I, I think when I was really my first exposure, junior year of high school, because I really wanted to help people. I was thinking about being a doctor. I kind of knew what engineering was, but not fully sure. My chemistry teacher at the time had a background in electrical engineering, which was a really great introduction because he always encouraged the girls in my class, since I did go to all-girls school, to yeah. try exploring engineering at a summer camp. And the summer was approaching and his school, alma mater, Manhattan College was offering a summer camp for engineering. And he really encouraged the girls in my class to attend. And I took the opportunity. And there I learned about different branches of engineering, like civil, chemical, electrical, and mechanical. And we did a lot of hands-on activities. And I found it very fascinating. So I think that was my first introduction. And after that program, I thought, I'm going to stick with this. So I ended up just continuing my education at Manhattan College, where I did civil engineering. Oh, that's fantastic. Was there anyone else like in your family or anything like that that are engineers too that helped form that decision? My uncle's actually an electrical engineer, but I didn't really have much exposure to his work. But he was definitely there to answer any questions that I had once I decided to explore engineering. Wow. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So you graduated and you had to take the FE, it sounds like, while you were in school. So you got that knocked out and now you're gaining experience. Okay. Awesome. So let's go through the book that you wrote. What inspired writing the book that you wrote called Girls Can Be Engineers? Well, while in undergrad, I tutored local high school students and elementary and middle school students. And usually when I told them I was an engineer, they'll be very surprised. Mm. And it made me think like, maybe I think why was their reaction very surprising? And I noticed that whenever they will even look at a problem, particularly the girls in high school, and they always tell me, no, I can't do it within seconds. And without even trying, they were so firm that they did not want to try this math problem. Hmm. So at that moment, I realized only a small percentage of girls can see themselves as an engineer. The girls who can see themselves as an engineer are typically exposed early on. Like maybe their dad's an engineer, maybe their school had a curriculum where they incorporated STEM activities. What about the girls where these cases don't apply? So I was inspired to write a book because I wanted to give an early exposure to engineering, to school, to the students and young girls just starting out, trying to figure out what career they want to become. So that's really my motivation writing the book. Wow, that's awesome. How long did it take to write? Did it take some time to put all that together? Usually I'm a very, I'll do it tomorrow kind of person. Mm -hmm. As an engineer, there's a part of me that wants a schedule, that wants a timeline. So I really had to sit down and think like, let's get this accomplished. And it only took me about three months with the timeline I set out. So I found a illustrator, an editor, and I figured out how I was going to publish the book, which was self-published. Mm-hmm. And just found a lot of people to help me on my team, which helped me meet my deadline of three months. That's awesome. 
Well, you know, I think the book inspires a lot of girls to reach their dreams or just show the possibilities of what else is out there, you know, to become an engineer, among a lot of other different areas. Are there other things, I guess, in your mind or any tips that you would share to empower girls to become engineers or just reach their dreams of trying positions and jobs that maybe they never considered before? Good question. Well, in terms of how to empower, I think the book is really a great way because I was able to introduce the book into homes and schools. And personally, I love just to speak of girls. So I always have like my LinkedIn available if you need any advice or tips on how to succeed in engineering. So I really think finding a person in your field that you would like to be a part of, trying to contact them, sit in a time, because I realized that everyone in their careers are willing to do a coffee chat. Just sit down and ask them as many questions you have. So I think that's a great way to just empower yourself as you find a career that works for you. What tips would you give to girls that may consider STEM, but like you said, you know, sometimes don't want to dive into those difficult math problems? What tips would you have for, I guess, any girl or woman considering a STEM field? I think mainly just doing what you love and try to think like, how can I incorporate this in the career? Like maybe you love math, but you're not good at it. And that is math applicable to many engineers as well. But I think that we just try our best and always ask questions. And I think those are two aspects of an engineer and just people in STEM that they really stand by. So feeling free to ask any questions that you have and just being curious. So math and science aren't the only elements of an engineer. There are more to it. That's true. A lot of people say that we're not great communicators, but if you're a great communicator, you could probably get into a lot of different arenas within even civil engineering. So, you know, you have to jump through the hoops through school, get through the program, which is a challenge, but, um, you know, play to your strengths in your career. And uh, those are all good things that you can um, excel at. So I think that's good advice. What challenges, I guess, personally, have you faced jumping into this world of, of engineering? Well, I think the most challenges that I experienced was being in a new environment right after high school in college. Hmm. So you're trying to get accustomed to calculus and differential equations. And I feel like finding a community is really the most important thing you can do. For example, I really love SWE, Society of Women Engineers. I found a community there to do my homework after school. I really get any advice, as well as NSBE, the National Society of Black Engineers. Mm. So there's always a community within engineering that you could be a part of just to help you for any challenge. That makes sense. Yeah. And one of the neat things about your book is the main character is a person of color that you see in a, going after a STEM field, which there's probably isn't very many. So that's an exciting thing to show. There are possibilities that you can achieve these same goals as everyone else. And I think that's really neat to do. So what challenges do you face as a, I guess, a young female engineer in the world that you're in right now? I haven't really experienced many challenges because I feel like nowadays everyone is just so supportive. You can Good. always have someone there to help and answer your questions. And I really think that people are just always willing to help. So thankfully, there haven't been many challenges to date. So take me through what you do today. What do you do for your career today? So I'm a technical program manager, and I help software engineers just get organized, basically. So I act as a program manager, which just means that 
a program is numerous projects mm -hmm. that are related. So that's what I help manage. So for example, let's say and these engineers need some help improving a process that was already in place to receive feature requests. So the feature request could be like a change or messaging, a messaging app. So they're receiving a number of incoming requests. How can they be organized appropriately? That way we're able to meet the deadlines and understand which is the most priority and which meets the business needs of the company. So that's usually a day-to-day. -day. Uh, that's what I go through. That's neat. So I guess that's a note for everybody because previous to that, you were probably more heavily into the civil world and now you're into this technical role, which is seems to be more like a project management role. Is that something you would agree with? Yes, correct. More of a project management role. Okay. Well, that's pretty neat. So I guess there's a point there that, you know, even though you got an engineering degree, you can still make changes to your career. You can, you know, get into, it seems like a technical field uh, as a program manager and even do something in that arena. Would you say that, I guess, being an engineer has transferable skills to a lot of different disciplines? Yes, I definitely agree with that. Because I think when I did data centers where I was a program manager, I thought to myself, like, as an engineer, as a program manager, a project manager, we can manage anything. So why not apply to this to other industries? So software engineering, and we could still be successful with our transferable skills. I'm also curious, I guess, as a civil engineer, is there a desire still to earn the PE license? Or is that something you'll get it when you need it? kind of thing? Or how does that, where is your mindset on that journey? Yeah, as a civil, I think the PE is very important as it really holds a lot of responsibility associated with it. And I think as a civil engineer, it's always nice to have as well. And in terms of me receiving it or planning to receive it, I'm not quite sure. I'm kind of going where the wind blows me at the moment. Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping to maybe one day pursue it in the future. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely for civil engineers. I think it's definitely a must for you to boost your career. And you've already got the FE done. So, you know, you're almost you're halfway there anyway. Well, this is neat. Well, I'm excited about your book and to help promote it. Can't wait to get others reading it as well. So girls can be engineers. Jamila, where can people find this book? Yeah, these people can find the book on Amazon. Right. You can simply search Girls Can Be Engineers by Jamila H. Lindo and it will pop up immediately. Sounds good. And if people have career questions or anything about, you know, maybe they're in school, you know, struggling through whatever school's throwing at them, or maybe they've just started their career, would you be okay if people reached out to you via LinkedIn or any other method? Yeah, definitely. My LinkedIn is Jamila Thompson, comma EIT. So feel free to send me a message and I'm happy to answer. Perfect. Any other tips or advice you'd like to share with girls or women jumping into the world of civil engineering? Yeah, I think as an engineer, the advice I've always heard is that if you do what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. So keep that mentality as you, you complete your career and you complete your studies as well. Great advice. Well, Jamila, this has been really fun to do. Thank you for coming on to talk about your book, Girls Can Be Engineers. We'll make sure we link all of that in the show notes and for just giving us your tips and advice about starting your journey into engineering and some of the challenges that you've gone through and, and uh, really empowering women and girls to become engineers or uh, really any other profession where 
they want to reach their dreams. So good stuff. Thank you for jumping on and doing this with me. My pleasure. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want, please leave a review or a comment or a like. They definitely go a long way and share it with a friend because why not? It helps. Hey, if you're interested in becoming a guest, feel free to shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you know anyone or yourself personally, definitely check out our website, civilengineeringacademy.com, where we can help you on your journey to become a professional engineer, whether that's to help you pass your FE or your PE, or just get great career advice. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of this podcast and have an amazing outreach to other civil engineers, also shoot me an email and we'll be there to help you. Anyway, thanks for joining me today and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.